What's up, perverts? If you're just listening to me right now, then you are sincerely missing out because Not Too Deep is a show that you can see with your eyeballs on full screen thanks to AT&T. And we are doing so much stuff that you got to see to believe. So go sign up for full screen at fullscreen.com slash ATT to get a year's worth of streamable content at no extra cost if you're an eligible AT&T wireless customer. First year's on them. So why not? Welcome to another episode of Not Too Deep. This episode, we're celebrating all things Comic-Con. We got Jack dressed weird, and we got the king of Comic-Con himself, Chris Hardwick. He tells us how he shit his pants one time. Not, not too deep. Support for today's show comes from Squarespace, our good buddies. Whether you need a portfolio to showcase your work, a store to sell your ideas and services, or a blog to share your ideas, Squarespace gives you everything you need to make your next move into a reality. Not to mention, with Squarespace's beautifully designed templates and customizable features, creating a beautiful website is a simple and intuitive process. You simply add and arrange your contact with the click of a mouse. Start your free trial today at squarespace.com and enter offer code GRACE to get 10% off your first purchase. That's offer code G-R-A-C-E to get 10% off your first purchase at squarespace.com. Isn't that right, Grace? It is! We're, oh, we're on the show right now. We're oh, doing the, the show? show? Oh my goodness. We're doing show right now. <laughs> yeah! Welcome to another episode of Not Too Deep. I'm Grace Helbig here with the one and only... Dick guy. <laughs> I'm Dinah Girl. What are you talking about? It's Jack Ferry in a Dinah Girl cosplay because this is our Comic-Con themed yes. episode. Comic-Con is happening at the end of July. And we have a really Comic-Con, the king of Comic-Con, some might say. Yeah. As our guest coming up. We'll get to that later. But for right now, um, it was presented to me the opportunity to do mm-hmm. some Electro and Dinah Girl. Cosplay? Yeah, not even cosplay because I played Electro Wind. Oh, did you? Yeah. So, <laughs> no, I don't no, know. you're literally play. That's you're just liter- actually play. You're literally wearing the jacket from the show. This is as far as I could go. Um, the costume for Electro Wind is an intense costume. Very warm. Albeit not as intense as Hannah Hart's Dinah Girl costume. And so you have a much more uh, male friendly, comfortable version of the Dinah Girl costume. Well, they brought Hannah's costume. Yeah, she had to have like a woman help her get out of it to urinate. There, there's. They when they showed it to me, I was like, "There's no way I'm going to fit a leotard." Into that. Uh-huh. Are you insane? Like that vest? Uh, that vest is for um, baby me. Yeah, <laughs> Hannah is a very petite yes. frame, and so I think it's for the best that they went this route. Agreed. Which is a very uh, this is great cosplay though. I, I feel good about it, and now I've got Halloween sorted. Yeah, <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> yeah, it's June. You're all set. I'm good to go. Have you gone to Comic Con before? I've never gone to Comic-Con really? because I heard it is like not good for people who don't do well with huge, cr- massive, crushing crowds. Oh, you don't do well with crowds. Just the, that the, when I saw photos, I was like, wow, that looks overwhelming. It I is do very, think it would be fun, though. Yeah. If there, I think you have to go with um, some sort of itinerary. Okay. Like a, a purpose for like why you're going or a, a thing that you want to see because otherwise the overwhelm – I've only been once. Well, I've been – Twice, actually. The first time I ever went was to do At Midnight Live at Comic-Con. It was the first year that they were doing it live. Yeah. um, But I literally took the train down, got off the train, went to the theater that the At Midnight taping was happening, and then went to my hotel and flew out to shoot a uh, episode of Hey USA the next day. Oh, wow. So I did not experience Comic-Con at all. I was on the fringe of it. Uh, and then Hannah and I, for Electroman and Diana Girl, went down to Comic-Con to promote it um, like two years ago. And it is uh, very overwhelming. Yeah, it's like VidCon 
like times a hundred. Yeah. It's kind of like being an idiocracy because it's just advertising <laughs> everywhere. Oh, Trains yeah. are wrapped in advertisements on the sides of hotels are full flanking advertisements. It just yeah. feels like every single inch of San Diego is branded with something. Yeah. That's crazy. And I used to go to comic book conventions when I was like 12. Yeah. In like- oh, but you've never gone to Comic-Con in New York? I have gone to New York Comic Con. Yes. Oh, so you have gone. Yeah. Yeah. I, we remember we shot there. Yeah. With, with Beth. Yes. 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 Mega um, Beth. Mega Beth. Yes. Yeah. Go. That's a deep cut. Go look that up if you guys want to. Yeah. Um, Comic Con New York is, I think, worse than Comic Con San Diego because really, I had such San a fun Diego, time. At least it's like the city, so it's spread out more. Yeah. You can go in and out of buildings. Comic Con New York is only in the Javits Center. That's right. So you're contained to this building with no cell service. Oh, I didn't realize. I thought. The Comic-Con was just at the San Diego Convention Center. It, that's the main hub of it, but then it just spills into streets and buildings and hotels and all of that. Your, Can you hear this leather? Your jacket is so squeaky. It's pleather. I mean, <laughs> you guys wanted me to wear this. I can't actually Hang like… On, don't talk. Move. <laughs> Sorry. ASMR. Um, I also cannot fully like cross my arms. <laughs> that's how limited this jacket is. So… It's always good to recognize how broad your shoulders are every now and then. Um, Well, we'll get more into Comic-Con in a little bit. For now, I think it's best for Jack and I to get a personal catch-up going. Yeah, we really need Um, to know what's going on with each other. Via social media, Mm. what were you thinking in this post? In which Jack and I um, showcase a social media post that the other has recently or not so recently posted Uh and figure out what was going on behind this post. So let's look at the the first post. I think it's from you, Jack Ferry, (laughs) at JackFerry99 on Twitter. says, you know what they say, dot, dot, dot. When in Rome, do as the Romans and build it in a day. (laughs) Okay. What was going on in this post, Jack Ferry? (laughs) Where where were you? What were you thinking about? It was April 8th. It was was a couple months ago. What you, what's going on? I'm, I, I'm, this is another joke, obviously. Oh, got it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was combining two sayings uh-huh. of when in Rome, do as the Romans. And the other saying, Rome wasn't built in a day. Okay. I thought it would be f- a funny tweet. <laughs> but you said. <laughs> it's really funny now Romans, when I'm explaining it. But Rome wasn't built in a day. Yeah, I know. I was the joke was supposed to be that I don't understand it, and then I got it wrong. Got it. Why did the clearly how, this connected with you and the thirty people that liked it? Well, I just I got into a you went on a little tangent of you know what they say. I did was yeah. the start of a lot of tweets for you uh, mm-hmm. in April, so I think that was a good month for you, joke wise. Um, <laughs> clearly, because <laughs> I'm just killing it right now with these recaps. Do you know the origin of when in Rome? Um, yeah, I think it's from the Bible. Oh, I have no idea. I'm authentically asking. Yeah, so it's like a you know um, when in Rome, it's supposed to mean like I think it was. I think it was. I think it was something like. um, But you know, I think it was like we can't go to church on Sunday because, or we have to go to church on Sunday because in Rome that's when they go to church. But we're supposed to go to church on Saturday or something like that. And then yeah, someone was like, "Well, when in Rome, do as the Romans." I think that's what it was. Where it's from? I think I will jack check it later. Thank God. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Rome wasn't built in a day is like, if you're doing a very big project, don't get overwhelmed because it takes a very long time to make. Yeah, this is, 
It's awesome explaining jokes, it's very you guys. Historically <laughs> educational tweet, Jack, and I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. I also uh, like that your Twitter handle has the popcorn emoji at the end of it. Yep, I had to add that little promoing pop, little. that popcorn podcast. Yeah, popcorn show. Go listen to the popcorn podcast with me and Mitchell. We recap fun movies. It's yeah, awesome. It's super fun. Thanks for the plug. All right. Uh, speaking of Twitter, I found a tweet from your timeline. This oh. one's pretty fun from May 9th. Yep. Took NyQuil last night and slept for 12 hours. Are these, quote, rested and, quote, not instantly anxious feelings what people actually experience every day with four question marks? Yeah. <laughs> this is not a joke. <laughs> this is a genuine I assumed thought. it was. I assumed it was. No, this is a documentary of that night. I did, I was, I think this is also, I was in New York and I, uh, I took NyQuil because I was doing a lot of, uh, I w- was there for business and then, you know, New York City gets the best of you. And uh, you I got- needed to sleep. I got, well, I got sick too. Uh, um, and so I hate being like in a city that I want to hang out with people and like go out, but feeling like my body is failing me. Um, but I did take NyQuil one night and slept. I am just a bad sleeper. Mm. So the idea of sleeping more than eight hours is unreal. Yeah. And I slept for 12 hours. And then that morning I just woke up m- had that euphoria moment of, oh, this is what people that just can sleep and do sleep right. feel like every day. Oh, you know, you don't realize that you have anxiety until it's gone. And you're like, sure. oh, this is what feeling normal feels well, like. That's, that's why I picked this tweet because yeah. um, it's a little worrisome. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. You wake up every morning feeling uh, not rested and instantly anxious. Does not everyone else feel that way? <laughs> All every day, constantly? Mm-hmm. Well, you know. Tweet at me, guys. Let me know <laughs> if you feel anxious in the morning. No, uh, I I think this morning's always like, you know, that idea. It's still in my brain from school. That high school, like you wake up, you have to go to school. That oh, anxiety yeah. that like mm-hmm. immediately you wake up and like, what do I have to do today? Or like when you work a nine to five job every day, like I have to go to a place. So it's like that just conditioned feeling. Yeah. Super fun. What a sweet way to start off this podcast. Yeah, glad I could trigger some anxiety for you. Yeah, speaking of anxiety, (laughs) let's talk about Comic-Con. Yes, let's. Okay, this is something that I've learned. Um, So Comic-Con, the major Comic-Con is in San Diego, which I've also heard that they're growing out of San Diego. So I don't know where they could possibly go. Los Angeles? I mean, it's a much bigger city. But I mean, like to house that many people in a way that people can get around. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Talk amongst yourselves about this. Uh, We have a little... (laughs) This I did not realize, um, but it makes total sense to me. Mm-hmm. It's the Comic-Con blind date challenge or yes. just the Comic-Con blind date conversation is what we're going to have right now. Because Craigslist, as you all know, is this like, um, how would you describe Craigslist? It's like an online bulletin board. Yeah. And it gets real pervy real quick. Yep. Um, and so people at Comic-Con have used Craigslist to post up about wanting to like hook up with each other. Mm-hmm. And so they're using it as like a personals ad. Yeah. Which, if you're not familiar with a newspaper, is what <laughs> used to be in the back of newspapers, right? For yes. people to like. I think, I think you know, more of this has moved to, to Tinder, but yeah. I think people um, who want to uh, post their sort of very specific interests will also use Craigslist. And also, yeah. Craigslist is sort of. Not to like throw shade at Craigslist, but Craigslist is known to be sort of like where to go for. It's a den of sin. It's a sketchy hookup. 
Yeah. For a sketchy hookup. It's like a place where you can go and talk about all the weird shit you're into without feeling judged because everyone else on there is talking about the weird shit they're into. Yeah. And Comic-Con is no exception. People go on Craigslist. They post these ads looking for very specific love at Comic-Con, hoping to hook up. And we have some of the advertisements here that we're going to read through. These are real. None of this is made up. And offer offer a little little commentary. Offer a little advice. Yeah. Let's see if we'd hook up with these people that are um, advertising what they want on Craigslist. Yeah, so here's here's the first one. Okay. All right, here we go. I have an extra pass to SDCC and would love to find an attractive, geeky date to accompany me to the con. I'm a down-to-earth guy with no expectations, but okay. I'm into cute, geeky girls and would love the adventure of a date that lasts a few days. <laughs> I have a room to stay in SD, and we can share it if you need a place to crash. I'm 39, but I'm not some creepy old dude. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow. Um, yeah. I mean, here's the deal. Comic-Con fills up really quickly. Mm-hmm. So someone with a hotel room is very, very advantageous. That's very attractive. Yeah. Um, I would maybe cut the last line. I'm 39, uh, but not some creepy old guy. Yeah. Usually creepy old guys are the ones that advertise that they're not creepy old guys. Right. Um, and then there's also… Reply with a few pictures of yourself, and if I think we'll match, I'll send you some of me. Smiley face. Talk soon. <laughs> Talk soon. But here's a, I don't like people that don't use emojis now. Yeah, now that it's emoticon, it feels too dated. Yeah, when it's an emoticon, it's like yeah. you're you are a creepy old guy. Yeah, and this is from last year, so this is very still very recent. Yeah, um, I'm also not a sugar daddy. It says. Mm. Wow. Yeah. He said, also, I'm not, I'm 39 and not some creepy old dude. I'm also not a sugar daddy. I would, I would recommend maybe posting some photos of yourself because right now there's really not much to go on. I can't imagine you got a lot of great responses. Maybe he did though. Maybe. People desperate for a hotel room, I guess. Truly. Uh, I mean, and he's, he's laying down the hammer with, or probably with a few pictures of yourself. And if I think we'll match, I'll send you some of me. He's choosy. Well, he's not even saying, if I think we'll match, we'll hang out. He's like, I'll send you photos of me. (laughs) And then we can go from there. So very visual. Yeah. Okay, here's here's another ad. All right. Oh, Comic-Con couple in town. Please read before responding is the title. Holy. So it's MW4M. Which means man, woman, for man. Mm -hmm. So they're looking for this couple, man and woman, are looking for a man to join their pack. Yes. Couple will be in town for Comic-Con and looking for some after-hours cosplay fun. She will be Wonder Woman in full costume, and he will be tied up Superman forced to watch. Who will you be, and what are your plans? Uh Uh-oh. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, Wonder Woman came out this year, Mm -hmm. so this was ahead of its time, if this was from last year. Um, I like that they're allowing the third to choose their own adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, who will you be and what are who who would if you were responding to this, who would you be? Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> this immediate response. Jack's if, like, I wrote this ad. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna cuckle, if I'm gonna make a cuckold out of Superman, <sighs> I'm definitely not even gonna be from the same comic book universe. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that makes sense. Sure, sure. I would be where's Waldo. <laughs> And I'd just be behind the curtain the whole time. (laughs) Just completely. I'm here, but you can't find me. I don't think that's what they're looking for, but okay. (laughs) It's not too late to respond. Uh, Yes. So I think. Oh, age 24. Age 24. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, this is from last July. Yeah. This is so fascinating. Now I, I want to read all of the ones that are going up this year. Okay, what's the next one, Jack? All right. Next one is Comic-Con Curious. Oh, man for woman. Mm-hmm. Okay. About me. I can tell many amazing and true anecdotes you simply won't believe no matter what I swear on. I was an Olympic fencer. Not really, but I pretended to be one in college. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) I am well-versed in all things who, wars, and trek, but know nothing of NCAA, NFL, or NBA aside from the acronyms. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Not a sports fan. (laughs) I will sing karaoke on occasion, and I've been known to do a Madonna song or two. My mother says I'm very handsome. Oh, my God. About you. You can be single, married, poly, thin, fat. Asian, Mexican, white, green, whatever. Just as long as you're a she. Why? Because guys suck. I know that. I'm lucky. I get to prefer women who are so much better than guys. Wait, wait, (laughs) what? Yeah, there you go. I get to prefer women. Mm -hmm. This guy had a guy experience and is harboring some bitter emotions towards men. I guess so. Um, And now he's looking for a woman and he feels very lucky about that. I'm lucky. I get to prefer women who are so Mm -hmm. much better than guys. This sounds like someone took him to like one of those churches that praise the gay away. And this is just his mantra that he says every morning to himself. I'm lucky I get to prefer women who are so much better than guys. Yes, guys are terrible. I don't like guys. Why would I like guys? They're they're terrible. I hate them. I'm a fencer in the Olympics in my brain. (laughs) That, this is very specific. Mm -hmm. But I think it's interesting too that this guy is so aggressively straight and the title of the post is Comic-Con Curious. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Yeah, he made a huge point to say how much he doesn't like sports, mm-hmm. but he likes all things Doctor Who and Star Wars and Star Trek. He wrote all things Who, Wars, and Trek. Yeah, which is very colloquially casual. Mm-hmm. And he's known for doing a Madonna song or two. Doesn't like guys. Does loves not Madonna. like guys. Not at all. No. Very lucky that he loves women. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that I would… Um, Respond to this one. I don't know. I feel like like you'd get along great. Maybe. I like the end. So you want to (laughs) go? Question mark? Right. And tell me about yourself and ask me questions. (laughs) I love when someone demands to be asked questions. I mean, I feel like you told us a lot about yourself. Agreed. I I have a few follow-up questions. Tell me more about your hatred of men. Yeah. Like, (laughs) how? what do you like about dick? Uh, okay, here's another uh, Comic-Con hookup. hookup. Seeking Comic-Con cutie. Whoa, there's a photo with someone. It's taking a bathroom selfie. Mm-hmm. And they put an emoji that like side-eye, sly-face <laughs> emoji over their face. There's also like a poster of the Mona Lisa in the background of this. It looks like he took… Yeah, it's in his bathroom where he has a it's very an, small poster of the Mona Lisa. It's a bathroom. It is a bathroom. It might that be a woman too. I can't tell. Okay, here we go. All right. I'm looking for a cute, nerdy gamer girl to hang out with during Comic-Con. Parentheses. I don't have tickets for entry, but will be roaming around outside with a buddy or two attending the other free events. End parentheses. We could be friends, could hook up, could potentially seriously date. Long distance isn't a problem for me. I work for an airline and can fly for free. Wow. Okay. Wait. But the rest of it says, do not message me if you're overweight, religious, Republican, conservative, or right-wing in any capacity. What? Send a picture when you contact me or I won't respond, exclamation point. Tanks for reading. That's what he ends it. (laughs) T-A-N-X, the number four, R-E-D-I-N. 
tanks for redden. Thanks, tanks for reading. Don't be overweight. Tanks for redden. No. Yeah. Wow. Don't be Republican, conservative, right wing in any capacity. Whew, Woo. Very choosy. I mean, is this a United employee? <laughs> I feel like this was the man from the United video. It's possible. Uh, I work for an airline and can fly for free. Um, wow. Okay. This is very. Curious. Would you go on a date with this man? I mean, his bone structure is outstanding. <laughs> uh, yeah. His choice of art, beautiful. Mm-hmm. His choice of. It's classic. Yeah. He's got wallpaper and then it looks like some sort of like prescription bag he's hanging over like a paper towel roll in the background. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. Uh, and some sort of band t-shirt, which is very, uh, I can't read it. But I also, I never, when you're advertising yourself for love, mm. if you take a photo of yourself in a mirror, mm. we all, this is in 2016 that this was posted. Yes, right. We have front-facing cameras. We, I agree. What are you doing? I know. It seems strange. And he's showing off a t-shirt of, don't even know what's on there. It's, ba- it's backwards. It's too hard to read. And even if it wasn't backwards, I'm still not sure I could read it. I think he's just showing off that he's got that Mona Lisa poster. Like, I guess. Hung askew in the bathroom. I guess. Uh, would would not bang. No. <laughs> but, I mean, if you're looking Zero for someone. Zero out of ten. Yeah, if you're looking for someone that's just roaming around outside with a buddy or two. Doesn't have tickets. But don't worry. He can fly for free. And he doesn't want you to re- be Republican, conservative, or right-wing in any capacity. That's right. So if you are a liberal who likes— um, If you're a thin liberal— Who likes being thrifty, yeah. <laughs> then this is the guy for you. I can't believe—don't respond if you're overweight, religious, or Republican. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. You're at Comic-Con. You cannot put people in boxes. <laughs> Okay, let's move on to another lighthearted game here let's on Not Too Deep. So this is really fun because I think it's always fun to ask the eternal question of, you know, the classic, like, what kind of super, superpower would you choose? Right, and we've talked about this multiple times in the podcast. And I've always said the superpower that I would choose for myself is to manifest a private, clean bathroom any at any moment. point, yeah. anywhere in the world that is um, unbeknownst to others. For the rest of my life. That would be an amazing superpower. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the thing about superpowers, especially when it comes to comic books, the well-written ones anyway, yep. and well. movies, is every uh, every superpower has sort of a, a bad edge to it. So I thought we'd play a little game where uh, we would play a game we're calling Superpower Would You Rather? Ooh. Where we're going to pick two superpowers and with with upsides and downsides, and you have to choose which one you would want. Would you rather... This game always frustrates me because I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't have to choose. This is not my reality right now, but well, we're in, a, in the hypothetical. I know. So we're going to have to choose. Of this game. God dang it. Okay. So I'm going to read the first set of choices. Here we go. Your first superpower. Mm. You can absorb any other hero's abilities for a short time and use them yourself, but you can't ever have physical contact with anyone for fear of killing them. Wow. That sounds perfect for you. I mean, that's how I live my <laughs> life. Um, or... You can have a portal gun that can Mm -hmm. teleport you anywhere around the world in an instant, but it's stolen, so you're constantly being pursued by the authorities. Ooh. So you're constantly on the run, but you can get away really easily because you've got your portal gun. Right. Or you can absorb everyone else's abilities, but you just can't touch anyone ever. Right. Okay. So if I had to choose, I would choose portal gun. I think I would choose portal gun too. Really? Yeah. I thought for sure you would choose the, uh, I don't want to be touched. I'm a female. (laughs) I enjoy sex at points in my life. I don't want that to be a completely (laughs) invisible thing in my world. Okay. Fair enough. So I got to play it real. Um, But the portal gun, but 
I can't, I know I don't, I can't ask questions about these because I'm like, is the portal gun just to teleport you or is it teleporting oh, no. you and your significant other? I think you can teleport anybody. You just point the th- you point the gun, you shoot the gun, and then it opens up a little portal and you jump through it. Oh, like the game portal. Like the game portal. Oh, got yeah. it. Okay, cool. All right, next up. You have x-ray vision that works perfectly on everything except that you see right through everybody's skin to their blood and organs. Yikes. Or you have the ability to become invisible, but it lasts for a full week every time you use it, and everyone can still see whether you're wearing, whatever you're wearing. So the only way to use it is to be totally nude. Okay, let's process this. Okay, so, so you, you can get, either have x-ray vision that works perfectly on but everything. you see everyone's blood and organs. They, yeah, you basically see through their skin to their blood and organs as if you're like a human x-ray machine. Yeah. Or you have the ability to become invisible that lasts for a full week every time you use it, but uh, you have to be completely nude. Whew, because that one, you'd have to put a timer on your phone of when the week was up which so that you know that you had to be in private. Carry, which you couldn't carry. Which because you couldn't carry. Oh, you couldn't it, carry the phone because people see this like iPhone bouncing around. Oh <laughs> shit! Well, you'd have to do that, or you'd have to just mentally know that, like on Tuesday at six o'clock, I'm nude. I'm nude and invisible. Right. So next Tuesday at six o'clock, I have to be pri- by myself. Right. So when I become visible, no one sees me nude. Right. Also, if somebody tries to schedule a last minute meeting or a FaceTime, you just forget. Oh it. no! If you're live streaming. You're, you're, forget it. I mean, invisible live streaming is hilarious. Um, I guess you could wrap yourself in gauze like the invisible man, but then they would just be like, what happened? Well, you can just put clothes on. I guess that's true, but you would have no head. That'd be cool. Oh, that's true. That'd be artsy Well, in that fuck. case, I'm going to choose invisibility. Yeah, I would choose that too, because why would I want x-ray vision? I guess it would be very helpful if you were a surgeon and you wanted to see, you to see oh, yeah, nope, the cancer has uh, metastasized. Sure. That's the only time it would be helpful. Because <laughs> I'm like, otherwise, like, I don't need to see into like safes or in your house yeah, or anything. Yeah, exactly. What do I look like? Superman? Fuck that shit. All right, uh, your unless turn. you're like a total perv. Okay. Uh, here's our third set of choices. Yes. You have retractable Wolverine claws, but it really, really hurts every time they pop out of your skin to use them. Mm. Or. Your eyes can shoot lasers, but it really, really burns every time you fire them off. Ooh, this is a good one. This feels very practical because I do imagine that Wolverine has some painful sensation. Yeah, he does. That's that's like canon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that who can shoot lasers? Well, it's eyes? usually Cyclops. Okay. Um, but the problem with Cyclops is he he's can't, blind, right? He can't turn. No, he can see, but he can't turn it off. So he either has to wear these like ruby glasses mm-hmm. or like that like. Oh, that bounce that, it into his eyes? Basically, that, that prevents it from shooting out and killing From everybody. murdering people. Yeah, he can never turn it off. I think, mm. but in this scenario, you can shoot lasers out of your eyes, but it really burns every time. So basically, time. it comes down to which pain is worse, right. your hands or your eyes? Or which which superpower would you want more that you'd be willing to endure the pain? See, I think the claws, I think I would go claws because you need, even if my hands hurt, I need my eyes. You got to be able to see. Right. So if I'm like, you know, murdering people with my eyeballs and lasers mm-hmm. and my eyes are burning and I have like that aftermath, mm-hmm. I'm a, that's a vulnerability. I hear you. Yeah. I'm going to go with laser eyes on this one. Oh, okay. Because I feel like it's more of a distance weapon. That's true. Yeah. You don't have to be up close and personal. Yeah. With the claws, you got to like get right up in there to, to harm the person. I think I would be a passive claw person. I don't think I would aggressively use You would use, use it to just sort of brush your hair? Yeah. I'd use it to like... <laughs> Shred cheese for tacos and stuff. <laughs> I think that'd be the way that I would use the claws. I'd be painful shredding, but I, it'd be worth it. Worth it. Yeah, it'd very effective. It. Okay, here we go. Um, you have the power to make 
anything you're about to eat tastes like the signature dish of the world's greatest chef. But every time you use it, some random person you've never met dies. <laughs> Whoa, that took a turn it very did. quickly. It did. Or you have the power to save the life of a stray dog you've never met. But every time you use it, you lose a toe. These are some dark superpowers. I thought it was going to be you can save the life of a dog, but every time mm. you do it, someone you never met dies. Okay, so if you had to... But like, if you lose all your toes, you can still stand. But or Is that true or not? I think so. It feels like I thought it, it toes like... were the thing that keeps us standing upright. To be honest, I don't know. I don't know either. So, people still walk, so we don't need toes. That's Got true. It. People people walk without legs. That's true. So, so we're good. I think save I, them dogs. Yeah, because after ten dogs that you've saved, that's it. Your powers are up. Oh, you can't save dogs anymore. I think once or you no, use up no, all your all your toes, you can still save dogs. You just there's no consequence anymore after that. Maybe that's the case. It's just the first ten. I think we need more uh, more more information on this one. Yeah. Also, Postmates is so good that I don't need to cook for anyone. I also don't like food that much. Fuck that <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one. I don't one. like food. Fuck it. Next okay, up. Here's the last one. Here we go. You have the power to telepathically communicate with anyone, but in your mind, they all sound like Adam Sandler doing one of his, quote, comedy voices. <laughs> or you have the power to telepathically communicate with all animals, but lose your own ability to speak aloud to humans. Mm. Okay, Whoa. got it. So you can commun- you can communicate telepathically with any human. Yes. But their communication sounds like Adam Sandler doing a comedy voice. Yes. Or you can telepathically communicate with animals, but you lose your you lose your ability to speak aloud to humans. Mm-hmm. Oh dang! This one's pretty easy for me. What is it? Animals. Animals. Yeah. <laughs> but then you can't talk out loud. You'd yeah, be I know, you'd be fired I, from this podcast. Jeez, I mean, God, oh, well, I mean, it's the price you got to pay. I don't want to listen to Adam Sandler <laughs> all fucking day. Are you kidding me? Jeez, can you imagine? I'm going. It's my own personal hell. Okay. Well, I'm going. Uh, could you uh, imagine walking down the street and just being and hearing that like, hurly burly? Oh God. Ugh. I can't hurly even burly. Do it. I can't even do it. I can't even do it. <laughs> You're saying this Ugh. in the most judgmental way, mm. dressed up as Dinah Girl right mm-hmm. now, I just am. as a refresher. That's right. Okay. Uh, you mean Dick Guy? Dick Guy. <laughs> um, what would you choose? Well, here's the thing: is I, because I've had this conversation before about you don't want to telepathically could, communicate with Goose. Of course, I do, and I think we already do that sometimes. Oh. She has very expressive eyebrows, and yet you still get to speak, so you have the best of both worlds, right? And well, teach their own, <laughs> but I think. If I, I, I've had this conversation with people about if you have a superpower, a lot of people's first answer is like, I want to read people's minds. I don't. No, me neither. That so, sucks. Telepathy isn't reading someone's mind. It's just communicating, right? I don't know. Let's say that it is. And that, if that's the case, then I would probably change my answer. If it's reading people's minds? Yeah, I, I was just imagining I'm walking down the street and every person I pass in New York is going, I'm just hearing an Adam Sandler, an obnoxious Adam Sandler voice. No, for sure. Whatever their internal thoughts. That's why I don't want to be able to read people's no, minds. No, that sounds like a nightmare. Because I would rather just write my answers down like I'm in the guilty remnant. Yeah, okay. Then I'm going animals because yeah. I forgot that you can write down how to speak. Yeah. That makes sense. If that's the case. But if I can control it, then I probably just wouldn't use it very much. No, for sure. Because I would want to know some things, but then when you know too much, mm. you can't unknow. Yes. Exactly. I know. And I, yeah, you can't. I don't want to hear. We have so many passing thoughts as human beings constantly in the matter of like 10 seconds that hearing that from someone that I like think I know and then hearing what they really think inside their head, I'd be uh-huh. like, ah, no. No. Yeah. No, okay. thank you. Well, so animals it is. There we go. So this is the end of the podcast. That was super <laughs> that was super power. Would you rather? Um, 
Well, and this is uh, we the winner receives a randomly selected comic book, but this isn't really a win-win game. But we I think got a we comic both book. win. What's our comic book? Let's get the comic book over here. What Just throw it, it at us, Jackie. Isn't that what we do here on yeah. the show? Yeah. Jack got an emoji pillow thrown at him last episode. What is it? It's uh, Lazarus. Oh. By Image Comics. Ooh, and it's number one. You guys didn't put this in a bag? Come on. It's going to be worth money. Ooh, Greg Rucka wrote this. Look at that. All right. Let's not shade these people that actually put effort into no, creating No, I like Greg thing. Rucka. He's okay. a good writer. Oh, okay. I didn't know if I thought you were making fun of him. No, I like Greg Rucka. Oh, great. He's a good writer. Well, Lazarus, guys. Not Spawn, but yeah. ooh, $1. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> promo, promo price. Yep. They get you hooked. <laughs> Now to balance out all this hilarious conversation <laughs> that we've been having. It's time yeah. for Way Too Deep, the yes. segment in which Jack and I get one minute each to talk about something more serious than we would normally talk about on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Jack, do you have something that you would like to talk about? I do. Okay. Let's put one minute on the clock. Okay. Ready, set, too deep. So I think it's interesting how in Hollywood today, the biggest blockbuster movies are superhero movies because that wasn't always the case. It's sort of a new trend. And when I was a kid, I used to really enjoy uh, superhero comic books and I was very into that. And I think there's uh, a reason for that. I think when I was younger, um, there's a certain feeling of powerlessness when you're a child. You can't choose whatever you want to eat. When you go to bed, you have to go to school. And the idea that you have this superpower that you can then exert control over the world, it's very appealing. But now as an adult, when I've got more freedom and control, I just find these superhero movies all kind of monotonous and boring. I mean, those superhero movies where they're just fighting and no one can get hurt because they've got superpowers, it just feel really, I don't know, lame. And I'm trying to figure out what exactly the appeal is. Is it because I'm just too free and because I don't live in an unfree society? That's Oh, okay. All right. Cool. I was just about to get to my point. Okay, my turn. Yeah, all right, great. Let's do it. Let me know when. And Too Deep. This is a Comic-Con-themed episode of Not Too Deep, as we've been talking about. And like I said, I went to Comic-Con San Diego two years ago. And I felt very overwhelmed because I'm not the most genre-oriented fan, to say the least. Um, I know nothing about it. And going into a world in which people know everything about it can be overwhelming, intimidating, and and can make you slightly insecure. However, I will say that when I got to Comic-Con San Diego... The most overwhelming feeling I had was this sense of joy, this sense of safety, this sense of passion that all these people that have been brought together over X, Y, or Z genres of things have a safe place to express their passion, have a safe place to express their nerd, their geek, their love, their fangirl, fanboy, fan gender fluid in a place where other people experience that same thing. And it made me feel so wonderfully um, okay. And time. Okay, cool. Guess we'll never find out how she felt. No, never ever. Follow me on Twitter. Maybe you'll find out. We have a very, very exciting guest coming up with us. He's actually no stranger to Not Too Deep. He's been on here before. He has. We, um, we, we interviewed him at, at midnight. We did. And yeah. so this is a, we've leveled up. And so I'm excited. I feel like my dad's coming to set. I'm excited to show him like how well we've been doing. Chris, we're better now. Look at all these people that watch us talk now. Uh, Chris Hardwick is coming up on Not Too Deep. After this short break, we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Listen to this ad. Buy whatever we say, et cetera. Not too 
Deep. This episode of Not Too Deep is brought to you by Alola Tampons. Yay! This is exciting. Jack is conveniently absent from this, um, you know, sponsored Spot. That's not true. I'm actually Oh, psych, he's been here the whole time. What a pervert. <laughs> anyway, the FDA doesn't require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their tampons, so most of them don't, which I didn't know until Lola educated me. Major brands use a mix of synthetic ingredients in their tampons, including rayon and polyester, and their tampons might also be treated with harsh chemical cleansing agents, fragrances, and dyes, which is not good for your cooter. That's where Lola comes in. Lola tampons are 100% cotton and BPA-free plastic applicators. They make your month a little easier, ladies. Listen up. They're also subscription-based, and your subscription is fully customizable. You can choose your own mix of light, regular, or supers. You can choose your number of boxes, and you can choose the frequency of your delivery because you know your body best. Their subscription is super flexible. You can change, skip, or cancel at any time. They email you two days before your box or boxes ship so you have no surprises no gimmicks and it's a company founded by women for women i used this product last year when they first wanted to sponsor our podcast and the idea of a subscription-based tampon service is genius to me because i'm an idiot and i have no regard for the health or well-being of my body and lola tries to make things that are you know you can't control a little bit easier and they are now offering pads and liners as well as non-applicator tampons for those looking for a more environmentally friendly option and guess what they're helping you guys out more than they already do you'll get 60 percent off of your first order 60 percent if you go to mylola.com enter grace g-r-a-c-e when you subscribe that's mylola m-y-l-o-l-a.com promo code grace for 60 percent off your first order good luck and godspeed Support for today's show comes from Squarespace. Hooray! Yay, they're our good buddies. They've been sponsoring our show for a while now. Don't know why, but God bless them. Well, I think it's because um, you and I have both used their service, and it's really great and easy to use. True. And I want to tell you guys, whatever your next big idea might be, count on Squarespace to help you create an eye-catching online platform that brings it to life. Whether you need a portfolio to showcase your work, a store to sell your products or services, a blog to share your ideas. Squarespace gives you everything you need to look like an expert right from the start. You can even get a unique domain which strengthens your brand and makes it easier for visitors to find you. Plus, with Squarespace's award-winning templates, creating a beautiful website is a simple and intuitive process. You can just add and arrange your content and features with the click of a mouse. There's nothing to install, patch, upgrade, ever. And if you have a question, Squarespace's award-winning 24-7 customer support can help you with any problem, no matter how technical or trivial-seeming. Think of them as your very own IT department. And like I said, both Grace and I have independently used Squarespace. Yes, I used it years and years ago before we even had the podcast going. And Jack has used it more recently. And even um, on top of that, has used our own promo code to get his own website going. That is correct. I used it to create Popcorn.show, the website for my other podcast with Mitchell Davis. And not only is it really easy to use and really easy to make your own professional looking website, but also I can tell you the promo code definitely works. Hooray! <laughs> and let me tell you about that promo code. If you would like to make your next move and start your free trial at squarespace.com today, you should enter offer code GRACE, G-R-A-C-E. And if you do, you'll get 10% off your first purchase. That's GRACE, G-R-A-C-E. Go to squarespace.com today. Make your next move with Squarespace. Hooray! 
Speaking of dick in that cheeseburger. <laughs> oh, did you get to record all the McDonald's? Did you get to record all that talk? Oh, good. All right, good. We're here with the the king of um working very hard, Chris Hardwick. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. I it's unbelievable to me that you even have this amount of time to spend here with us right now. We were I, just talking about you went on vac or you vacation. You went on honeymoon. Yeah. And that was like the first time that you had actual It's like time. a sex vacation. <laughs> <laughs> it's to celebrate your love uh, of each yes. other's genital regions. Yes. yes. <laughs> Legally, these are ours. Forever. <laughs> we both collectively own these together. Uh, there's a paper document that says so. Yes, um, yes, yes. I would do anything for you. you. You've done so many of my shows and you've always been so great. Uh, I, you know, I would even drive out. People in that Los Angeles who don't really understand this, but these studios are like at the far reaches yeah. of the region. Oh, yes. Trust yeah. me. I live way east. <laughs> I live very, very east of this location. And it is a struggle. I mean, I got texts this morning being like, hey, still set for 8 a.m. call time? I was like, I'm running 15 minutes late, which means I'm on time. <laughs> I am 15 to 20 minutes late to everything I do in my entire life all the time. Maybe if I just stay up all night, then it'll just, I won't need to go then to I'll bed. Just I'll, be just, there. I'll, I'll just, just be there. I'll just go right there. Morning. I'll start at three. To, I'll leave at three a.m. I'll get there in time. Yeah, it'll be perfect. So um, but those, thank you for those, for those time. who aren't familiar with geographically, yeah. we're sort of like in Marine, and Grace lives like where in like Winterfell, I guess. Yes. That, yeah, that, that's yeah. where it is. There's a yeah. wall between us called the 405. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you know the Californian <laughs> sketch on Saturday Night Live. People think it's dopey, but that's legit. I because know. we spend so much time in our cars that that's it's how just we a communicate. transcript. It's yeah. of like actual conversations I've yeah. had, um, and their hair is very reminiscent of the hair I currently have on my body. So <laughs> it's very, it's hard to watch sometimes. Um, but this is so exciting. I, you have um, crossed over because you're hosting The Wall. Yes. And I'm so obsessed because it's just <laughs> giant Plinko. It's, it's and a giant. What, okay. Can you, what, I mean, you have obviously a career in this hosting world that has developed over many, many years and lots of work. And so how does it feel now to be hosting that show? Uh, it's really fun. I didn't, I, I, I think I'm sort of, I'm, I'm at a place that is really fortunate, which yeah. is I don't have to do anything I don't want to do anymore. Right. So this came to you, I'm sure. And so you were like, I don't have to do this, but. Yeah. I, 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 my first thing was I, I'd been talking to NBC for a while and I said, why don't, they said, you want to, we're doing the show with LeBron James called The Wall. And, and, uh, and I was like, well, I don't know if I have time to do it because mm -hmm. I'm, you know, at midnight. But and what a sentence. We're doing this show with LeBron James called The Wall, Chris Hardwick. Would you like to be part of this? <laughs> and and my, my first thing was like, I don't know if I, I don't know if I can't because I don't, when I get involved in something, I don't want to like not, I don't want to be all in it. Right, and right, right. so, um, but, and they said, just come in and play the game in the office for like 20 minutes and see oh my what you God. think. So I went in and they just had like it's a. It's like what um, Avon women do. They're like, just try the eyeshadow on. <laughs> and it totally works. <laughs> yeah. This was part of a LeBron James pyramid scheme <laughs> where I now am going to go out and get 10 of my friends to host game shows with Their balls in them. at-home Yeah, shows. exactly. And so I, I played, you know, they just had the wall was just a digital representation on a computer screen. Mm -hmm. And I was like, 100! You know, like I was screaming at it. <laughs> and, and so it was so much fun. I said, well, I got to do this. But the thing that never 
I never really envisioned was how emotionally I would get invested in these people. Oh, right. That's and, the thing that uh, we've talked about this before uh, that I used to love about when Drew Carey took over The Price is Right. He was so emotionally terrible at comforting people that lost. <laughs> and it was my favorite thing. So when people lose a car, I'd be like, well, oh, no. Okay, we'll be right back. <laughs> like you uh, would, sucks for you. Yeah, That's too bad. Hey, uh, so you must, as a like compassionate person, feel empathy for these people. I do. I feel so much empathy for them. And I feel like my job as host is really just counseling them. Yeah, oh yeah. And, so, and you've become a therapist. I am. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, and so uh, I, I really do. It's great when they win, and it sucks when they don't. Yeah, because I spend like three hours with them shooting an episode. Oh wow! So I get even more sucked in. And this season, we just shot a bunch more episodes, and I've started to get really frustrated with people because I want the, I want to help them, <laughs> but I can't tell them exactly what right. to do. So I'll go, okay, you have a million dollars on the wall. Oh, Statistically, God. if you play this far to the right, that's hovering over a million. If they get this wrong, you could lose everything, you know? And, and you can't I'll like- go, so that, I'm just telling you, <laughs> so you that, you know, that that is a much more risky play uh, and it's much safer if you play to the Jesus. left. And they'll go, okay, let's triple it up from seven. <laughs> And then, you know, let's go big or go home. And I'm like, shit, you're going to go home, you know. And, and you just have to like bottle it deep down yes, inside. Yes, I see, you know. And sometimes it just doesn't work because they had some unlucky bounces. But it is a, it's a, the show is so much more emotional than I thought it would be. That's so funny. But it's fun. Um, how long have, how long have you been working on it so far? Um, we, sh- uh, I guess since 2015 we shot the oh, yeah wow. we shot it at the end of 2015 okay and then they held on to it for almost a year oh wow to just find the right chunk time of time to, yeah. the time slot and then yeah and then they put it on and it did well and so we just shot a bunch more and so now it's fun, coming back fun. soon yeah. is there a game show that you want to go on as a contestant uh, yeah, but it doesn't exist anymore. Is it Supermarket Sweep? No, no, oh. I didn't like Supermarket Sweep. <laughs> I just try and bring that up every episode. You know why I didn't like Supermarket Sweep? Because it's just too, because I just fucking hate own, shopping. What? You would get six turkeys and six hams and then you get the inflatable <laughs> thing and you give it to your partner. Who needs? And then you grind your coffee and you go get some toilet paper. I'm not going to get six turkeys. You need anything? No. <laughs> yeah. Don't come home I'm going to grind that. coffee and then shove a bunch of diapers in my cart. <laughs> Wait, can I'm going to eat a bunch of turkeys and I'm going to shit them out in my own pants. I'm going to put diapers on the turkeys. <laughs> Wait, so what's the game show that doesn't exist that you would be on? Press your luck. That's what oh, I was going to guess. Yes. No whammies. No whammies. Stop. You know, it's so funny. There's a whole generation of people that knows no whammies, no whammies, but I don't think they even know what, what it the refers connection to. is. But there's, yeah. w- there is that person that figured out the pattern yeah. right? Yeah. on Press Your Luck. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was like the Ken Jennings of Press Your Luck. And he was, yes, yes. <laughs> but, uh, but, and they were going to do a movie with Bill Murray as that guy. Oh, and really? They, it never, it never, oh, it never developed. Well, when you get some free great. time, throw some producing some free credits time, behind I'll that. I'm going to make a Press Your Luck movie. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to leave here when I make a Press Your Luck movie. Perfect. Um, speaking of free time. Yes. Uh, we're, this episode obviously is our Comic-Con themed episode. And how many Comic-Cons have you been to now in your life? Oh, God. I mean... Are you in double digits, obviously? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, even just for San Diego, I think this might be 14, maybe. Wow. 14 or 15 for San Diego. But, I mean, going back to, you know, then there's all the regional ones that I've gone to. Yeah, how many? Because, so, my understanding, because I've been to New York and San Diego. Those are the only two I've been to. But, so, San Diego owns Comic-Con, and then they kind of, like, source it out to different areas that want to throw their own? No, 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 no. It's... The San Diego and New York are not owned by the same company. Oh, they're separate. Okay. They're, they're separate. Um, the, the, the consortium that owns San Diego is, I 
believe it's a nonprofit. I mean, I'm saying something and then someone online is going to tell me I'm wrong because that's what the internet does. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Which is fun. It's but participation. I, but, but San Diego owns WonderCon and, and Comic-Con International is the official name. And, okay. I, and they have one more and I can't remember what it is. But they um, – the word Comic-Con was um, – an improper noun, like it was just a comic convention. Got it. And so there are comic cons everywhere, but the big one is with the capital C, Mm -hmm. the big C comic con is thought of as San Diego because it's the biggest one. And it's also called comic con international, but there are comic cons, you know, lowercase C, lowercase C (laughs) in every state, in many cities. And they're, you know, there's Toronto, Vancouver, there's Emerald city comic con. There's, you know, do you have a preferred uh, well, I mean, San Diego's pretty incredible. I right. mean, it's hard to because it's just so much. It's just so it's just so glitzy. It's a lot. I yeah. was telling Jack earlier. I went to my first San Diego Comic Con. Well, I went. I did at midnight live a couple of years ago at Comic Con, but yeah. didn't actually experience Comic Con. And then, like two years ago, Hannah and I went to promote Electro Medina Girl, and I thought I was in an idiocracy because yeah. there's just the advertising <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, and that's the thing that sort of bumps for some of the proto-nerds where they're like, it's not really about comic books anymore. And I go, yeah, but it's it's so inclusive now. Right. And, you know, where else could you go and see like Robert Downey Jr. and people yeah. just walking around. And then, you you know, you don't sleep and you go to the panels and you go to the parties afterwards and you, and you go home and for a week you get what I call the nerd flu, which is just yeah, like, cause yeah. people just, just germs everywhere. It's just germs everywhere and people are sweating and it's San Diego, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's worth it. It's really, it's worth it. Uh, so, but if you were to go to a smaller one in mm-hmm. a smaller city, what you would see is probably uh, more local artists, more actual artists, more like crafts. Got it. Um, and, uh, and so it wouldn't be as, cause they're not sponsored by right. massive, massive that media makes companies. Sense. Yeah. So you've been to, let's say hundreds of comic cons, <laughs> not counting. What are your like top tips for people that go like your survival tips? Well, really think about your cosplay. Oh, <laughs> just in terms of comfort. You're going to be in it all day. That's true. And so if you're like, I want to be a Wookiee. And then by the end, <laughs> you're like, I glued on this fucking fern on my body. I, I can't shit because I, I can't, I can't take humanity. anything down. Yeah. You, you oh have to remember, God. you know, think about ventilation. Think about uh, hydration. I, yeah. Think about things that are easy. You know, if you're like, I'm I Optimus think- Prime. And, and just <laughs> pee is just leaking down your, <laughs> your <laughs> car door leg. That's I saw my, I have a video of it somewhere on the internet. When I first went to Comic-Con New York, it was the first one I went to. There was someone in this insanely like constructed Optimus Prime costume. It was yeah. beautiful. And everyone's taking photos of it. And then you cut to five minutes later, Optimus Prime has two hands on a railing and is going bit by bit down these stairs <laughs> to get down the stairs. And he was by himself and he couldn't get down. Oh, All no. these people are waiting at the bottom of the stairs to take photos of him. And it was the slowest thing I've ever seen. And I was like, oh, I've never seen someone more vulnerable than right <laughs> Autobots, now. don't look at me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got some great pictures of like, you know, like an Iron Man going down the escalator yeah. or like a, That's a like, Wolverine taking a hit off an inhaler. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like celebrities in real life. There's yeah, like yeah. people magazine spreads yeah. are like celebrities are just like us. Look, they yeah, eat salad weird. <laughs> <laughs> they have to take their tire feet down a step one, <laughs> one tire at a time, just like the rest of us. Um, but I think... Understanding your own personal ventilation is just a good life tip in it general. Is, but you know, you don't because I think sometimes people think about the the concept more than the practical application. So they don't For think sure. what's it going to be like in hour ten. 
Yeah. You know, like it, it, where, where you're smushed up against people or if you have to or if you're sleeping on the sidewalk to get into a panel, you know, you really just have to think about what is going to be comfortable yeah. for a long period, what you can tolerate for a long period of time. Yeah. What's your personal fear factor? Yeah, like, exactly. Where's your exactly. measurement? But hydrate. This? Definitely hydrate. Oh, like, yeah. Keep plenty of water, hydrate and, uh, you know, and just be, be try to be calm because there are some times where you're just on the floor and you start being like. This is the apocalypse. You know, like it's over. <laughs> so intense. Yeah. yeah. It's like being in a casino that's like, a, but everyone's excited. Yes. To be in the casino yes. rather than just like really depressed. Just dejected. <laughs> is there anything sadder than being in a casino and just seeing like a drunk husband and wife with like a half ass like top hat and oh, just God. a veil, <laughs> but a tube top and a veil? And, you know, it's just like, this is where you, this is defeated. Yeah. This oasis of lies is where you're starting (laughs) your life together. Like, I just get so depressed. So do you like Vegas? I don't like Vegas at all. I don't like Vegas at all. So I don't drink. And so it just, when you don't drink, you become very aware of how much money you're losing. And then you become very aware. It's a very sad city when you're, I was there. You see the grime. I, yeah, I wasn't drinking for a few months and I went to Vegas for the Billboard Music Awards and I woke up one morning at like 6 a.m. and went to like a Walgreens to just get toiletries that I haven't brought with me. And it, I, it was, I was already sober, but it was the most sobering moment that I walked outside and it was like people literally like walk of shame, just everywhere happening. And just like the daylight chaos of what's happened the night before was so depressing. And I was like, this is, I feel hungover and I'm just walking across the street. And the irony of how bright the sun is just to show you all the, and you're like, even the Walgreens has slot machines and it's like at 6 a.m. and they're fucking blasting Pitbull yeah. and you're like, God damn it. <laughs> it's they just much. like refrigerators of like like uh, Super Gulp size like Red Bulls immediately as you walk in. You're just like, oh, everything is aggressive. I don't feel good about any of this. Yeah. So it is, yeah, Vegas is not is not my favorite. I mean, there are some things that are fun about it, but it's not it's not my it's not my favorite place in the world. What's your favorite place in the world? I gotta I might I might have to say Japan. Really? Yeah, it was well, here's great. A, this is an interesting thing that I learned about you recently is that you love home decor. I do. Well, you love your home decor. (laughs) My wife and I have the exact same taste, which is... That works out. In the realm of like Victorian gentleman serial killer. Yeah. So there's like like a lot of old timey... Yeah. Every time I go to At Midnight, you have some crazy like table or something that you've acquired in your house that you're showing Hannah that I'm like, what is this? Oh yeah. You guys... And you guys haven't been to the house. No, we haven't. Oh, you got to come over. Tell us the address on this podcast out loud. (laughs) (laughs) Seems reasonable. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, this is 439 Hamburger Lane. <laughs> um, no, oh, but wow. it's so you it seem like you have a really fun time like designing and decorating your home. Wait a minute. What? I just had an epiphany. What? what? God damn it. Oh, oh what? my god, my brain is just expanded. What happened? Uh oh, this is our previous. I just I just said Robble Robble. I never made the connection before. It has the word rob in it. Like he's robbing. Robble <gasps> Robble. I just thought it was just some dipshit utterance. <laughs> That he just, you know, he was like, rabble, rabble. Like, Wait, who like, says that? Hamburglar. Oh, right. He's a burglar. He says, rob, rabble, rabble. <laughs> like a turkey. Yes, rob. <laughs> like a turkey with a speech impediment. He's an angry turkey. He's mad at beef. He's an Asian turkey. He's mad at beef. He's a, he's, he's attacking. He's gonna. I'm glad you, I'm glad you came to this Eureka moment here oh on camera. No, this for is, us. this is extremely important for all of us yeah. to witness. We're we, going to get through this. Rob is the root word of rabble. <laughs> Yeah. It's not his fault. It's the only word he knows. 
<laughs> it's his parents. It goes back to parenting. He had bad he had parents. Bad parents. <laughs> Rob and Roberta. (laughs) (laughs) Hamburglar. Our son will be named Hamburglar. He dropped the son. Uh, I'm sorry. No, it's super important. Anyway, uh, home decor. (laughs) Uh, Take us to that space. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Lydia and I just like a lot of, you know, we almost everything in my house is, we found it somewhere. It has a story to it. And that to me is just more fun than buying like, you know, some engineered piece of furniture. You know, it's all. Well, there goes old. our West Elm sponsor. So thanks so much. <laughs> Except for. <laughs> this mid-century modern table. <laughs> I mean, if I had found this before, this would have changed the story. <laughs> if I had found an otter pillow, then. Custom. Yeah. We love this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we have a lot of like vintage taxidermy and like. because I, cool. I always wanted to. I think we both always wanted to live. Uh, like a night at the museum kind of a thing where you oh, could fun. like sleep in a natural history museum. At you just night. wanted to be in a diorama. All I the did time. want to be in a diorama, like <laughs> you know, like just on the back of a woolly mammoth. But I think uh, that's great. So, and then we're also obviously pop culture fans, and Lydia collects horror props. So we have original Gremlins and original. Oh, cool! I have a TARDIS in the house. So you have a museum happening in your it's home. All, yeah, there's a. It's all mixed in, and then the, uh, like a bunch of Disney um, and like a bunch of old Disney Disney stuff too. That's cool. Uh, and yeah, so we we like a lot of we have eclectic tastes, but they they just happen to be exactly the same. That works out reason. really well. Have you ever dated? Do you, have you ever dated someone with completely different tastes? Yes. <clears throat> and how does that? Uh... Doesn't work out. I'm not dating anymore. <laughs> oh really? Because I just go with it. Oh, you think oh. that's great? Okay, sounds no, good. Think... That's very easy going. Oh, you think that should go there? Put it in your house. Inject. Inject. Okay, you've been on the podcast before, so we've asked you the two questions that we ask every guest, but it might change for you, so I'm curious. Um, the first question we ask every guest on the podcast is to tell us who, alive or dead, would you most want to throw cold spaghetti at? I feel like it'd be weird to throw spaghetti on a dead person. I mean, isn't it bad enough that they're... <laughs> I mean, well, let's say hypothetically they were alive. They oh, okay. are dead. But in, the, <laughs> in this scenario, they're alive. Uh, I feel like... <laughs> Can the spaghetti have meatballs in it? It's Yeah, your choice, your life. All right. I'm going to throw... I'm going to throw spaghetti and meatballs... <laughs> On Mayor McCheese. <laughs> Just as he gets it. It'd be cannibalism. Yes, that's exactly right. It would awaken the cannibalistic desires once he tries meats. And then the ultimate conundrum, which is now that I have a taste for this, how do I not eat my own face and lips? <laughs> Oh so you just write your own Hannibal Lecter. Yes. yes. Mayor McCheese. Hello, Clarice. <laughs> like, I, I really uh, feel like that. that's who I would 100% throw spaghetti and meatballs on. That would be great. I'm he, not against it. Spaghetti's delicious, so he would be eating the spaghetti and then kind of... Accidentally get a little bit like, of the meatball. Yeah, like, oh, what was that? That was a But also, treat. the spaghetti's a carb, and he's got a bread bun. He does, but I feel like... You know how, like, you can't see your own nose, or you can't... You don't smell yourself? I feel right. like... He can't taste himself, so he's just—he's just with the whole time. So I think that's—I think that's. So, part yeah, of I've never thought of that before. I don't know if I could taste myself. Either. You can't taste yourself. No, you can't taste yourself. Yeah, Every once in a while, he might lips. be like, oh, <laughs> "That's salty. That's yeah, weird." Some, <laughs> should <laughs> take a shower. 
Um, okay, the other question that we ask every guest is to tell us your worst pants shitting story or close call, but you can only use three words or small phrases. Worst? Like, there's a best one? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, some of them like are the very— the best one. Yeah, <laughs> but it's, like, triumphant. Like, you— are better for this having happened because now nothing seems as hard as what you just went through. <laughs> sure, of course. Um, mine is college jogging front lawn. Okay, college jogging front lawn. Yeah. Uh, okay, so th- I'm going to be a little... Did you have one? Uh-huh. What is it? Well, mine was uh, first date. Mm. Remember this one? First date, no toilet paper, trash can. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was yep. terrible. At least there was a trash can. At least. <laughs> <laughs> did you finish the date? Oh, yeah. They're married now. It went, went great. Yeah. <laughs> They're in love. Except for that one aspect. That one, okay. Um, so in three words, right? Or mm. small phrases. Uh, Seatbelt sign on. Oh, Ooh. no follow-up questions. <laughs> great. <laughs> it, wasn't a, it wasn't a full... It wasn't a full, uh, full, full meltdown. Situation. Yeah, it yeah. was not a full. I think most stories are not full meltdowns. But yeah, they're was, very, very close calls. Yeah. Very, very close calls. Let's just let's just call it a leaked trailer <laughs> of what was to come. An exclusive. Oh, we got an exclusive. <laughs> uh, red band. Definitely mature audiences yeah. only. If it's a red band, you need to go to a hospital. <laughs> 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 you're not. You're not well. Well, we also asked on Twitter for some Twitter submitted questions, and we have a couple here for you. Great. Um, Sorortiz87 wants to know, what is the most underrated superhero? Mm. Not who, but what? What? What is the most underrated superhero? I mean, to me, it's toilet paper. (laughs) 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 Very important. I don't know why people that throw parties don't have it readily available in their bathrooms. I love that it's a superhero. Like that's what. Yeah. What is the most under? It's a like. What else are you going to use? I mean, I think you know. I I imagine Shelly means like what superhero that exists for sure. No, absolutely. Uh, And I don't. Oh, that's a great question. Underrated. We can come back to it too. Well, it's just you know what's interesting is that there Marvel has brought to the forefront superheroes that I think were not like when Iron Man came out. Iron Man was not on the front of everyone's sure, brain. It right. was like not that many people, had, you know, except yeah. for hardcore comic book geeks had thought about Iron Man a long time. And then Iron Man and then Ant-Man is another one. Right, yeah. yeah. And then Guardians of the Galaxy. And then James Gunn made that really, you know. So um, It's curious how they choose. Yeah, it is. You know, but when I was a, when I was a kid, there was a series of parody comics uh, and there was one called really it was just really goofy and it was Spider-Ham and he was basically like, <laughs> It was like a pig who was Spider-Man. And then uh, Captain America-Cat, he was in this comic too. And then Hulk Bunny. Uh, uh, I thought so, you said Captain Amir-Cat. Captain Amir-Cat. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, he seems like a captain. His, his only superpower is just... <laughs> just being alert, but doing nothing. Yeah. Just looking around. On his hind legs. <laughs> yeah. And then just getting eaten. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think, uh, I think um, uh, Spider-Ham. Spider-Ham. Yeah. I think that's great. Not to be confused with Spider Pig from which is Simpsons. Simpsons. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah Spider Ham dates back to the to the to the eighties. Got it. To the nineteen hundreds. Right. Before you kids were alive. I think we have another Twitter question. It is from Jade Alan Alan Tonaf. Okay. Would you, <laughs> would you rather be in the world of Walking Dead or Game of Thrones? Mm, oh. 
Um, I, I mean, I think that's, I think Game of Thrones by a long shot because there's, because Walking Dead is basically the end of civilization. Yeah. Right. Game Apocalypse. of Thrones. I mean, I'm sure there's some, I'm sure there's some fine communities in Westeros that are just <laughs> completely unaware yeah. Yeah, of everything that's like, going on. Or you just go to the free cities. It's but not you know, so bad there. I, I, I really, I, I have this hypothesis that I'm working on that I really, and, and I, I wish they would do it just to see what would happen with Game of Thrones fans. But I feel like the last episode they should all just like walk off the set and you find out it's like a Westworld world. Oh. Or like the, Westeros is basically just like a fantasy world. That, or like the end of um, the OC. <laughs> which was what? What? Remember the, what, the, the reality show? It was all a show. simulation? Yeah, they ended it by like pulling back off of a, a movie lot and said like this has been staged this whole time. What? The last episode of, no, not, not the OC, um, right? No, the uh, what's the MTV reality show? The Hills. Oh. Yeah. The hills. Oh, you know what's funny about That's that? To- I was trying to imagine the OC. What? No, no, no. no. So Laguna, no is- Laguna Beach that turned into The Hills. Okay. Yeah, they ended Laguna Beach by like pulling back on the scene and okay. revealing that they've been on like a Fox lot the and whole time. Th- and that's how fucking stupid they think their audience is. They're like, <laughs> yeah. the people are watching going, whoa, what? <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was, I thought this was like a hidden camera. <laughs> Documentary. Fuck, man. Wow. I don't even know what's real anymore. Yeah. Lauren Conrad should have gotten an Oscar. Robert should have gotten an Oscar. (laughs) We don't normally give these out for (laughs) television television shows shows. or any television shows. (laughs) She had that one single tear that's that great gif that I use a lot. It's really good. It's mascara tear. She got upset because the girls were upset with her. Classic female dynamics, guys. Don't worry about it. Turns out it wasn't real. It was, she it was, was a great actress. The whole she time. She was a great or actress. Or she had a leaky eye. Yeah, no, I don't it know was, if she it was, was her crying. one glass eye was falling out. She had diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we have one more Twitter question for okay. you. Uh, if you had to replace your butt cheeks with any famous person's face is, who would you choose? That is good This is from the a stanky question. beans. <laughs> Danielle, oh, aka Stanky Beans, has stanky a butt cheek-related question. Opening for fish. <laughs> uh, I had to replace my butt cheeks. So each cheek is a person's face. I think or you like, get to choose if you want to double up or make one or individual. Split down the middle. Yeah, or if you want, yeah, half face, half face, separate um, face. Oh man, that is a really great. But this is also assuming that you're like. Taking butt photos. I think I got to go uh, Mayor McCheeks. <laughs> I got to go Mayor McCheeks. That's a comic book I subscribe to. <laughs> That's a great. I want to hear what Danielle's is. I know. Stanky Beans. Tweet at us. Let us know who's on your butt cheeks. That's my, nether, that's my other podcast. But wait, I really want to understand the mechanics of this. Is it like a fully functioning face on each cheek? Or is your butthole the mouth? Or is it like a tattoo? Yeah, is your butthole, it's a butthole the mouth? Uh, see, I'm assuming two functioning faces. My go-to is going to be Oprah, Oprah. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty good. But like only Oprah from like her Instagram account where she's just holding avocados all the time. <laughs> or holding like time. Okay, okay. What about you? Have I was going to do Thomas Jefferson and oh. James K. Polk. Okay. Wow. Ex, yeah. Ex-presidents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, uh, yeah. Well, I think, I think you know, Jefferson, you know, obviously he gets all the respect because, you know, he's Thomas Jefferson. Sure, sure, sure. But let's not forget, you know, the lesser presidents like Polk. Yeah, I know. But I feel like if you have the opportunity to make one of them Jefferson, shouldn't, shouldn't it be like, 
two things that are weird together, like Thomas Jefferson and Tony Danza. Like, should <laughs> right. you have like two? But like, I feel like I'll if you do two theme. separate, they're gonna have conversations, and so like you also, can't control that. You know, I don't know. I don't know if you want your butt to be like a wacky roommate comedy. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want a buddy cop film happening on my butt. <laughs> I am against that. But um, you know, they're founding fathers, so you could be like, "What do you think about the repeal of Obamacare?" Yeah, and then and then and you sure. have to <laughs> yeah. you have to pull your pants down to do a press conference and. <laughs> Uh-huh. stand back in Spread front of a mirror. Yeah. It's great. Um, now we're moving on to a segment called This is Curious, where I pull up something that you have social mediaed, mm. and I would love to know um, what the backstory is behind this. This is from September 26, 2016. Mm. Yeah. You tweeted, my house cat Patronus appears and then darts out of the forest for no reason. Hashtag Patronus problems. Yeah, the rage is still very fresh on this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Harry Potter and okay. I signed up for Pottermore. I'm a Ravenclaw. Uh, You're a Ravenclaw. I'm Hufflepuff. It's, oh, that's fun. Yeah, I was very happy with it. I took it twice just to make sure. Just to make sure. <laughs> yeah. That's a very Hufflepuff thing to do. Yep, yep. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm Ravenclaw. Very happy about that. So I went through the whole thing to get my Patronus. Now, in the books, the Patronuses are fucking awesome. Yeah, and so yeah, it's like dragons and shit, and like stuff. Well, it's like stallion or a stag or an otter. And so, uh, so I take my Patronus and I basically get a fucking house cat. Not like a lynx? No. (laughs) And you can't redo it. I think even in the books, I think Tonks, I think it's Tonks. One of them changes their Patronus and I think it's Tonks. But no, it's like you're fucking stuck with it. (laughs) And I'm like, this is, a a Dementor is going to be chased away by a a cat? And so I was just making a snarky Mm. comment about, oh, my Patronus is so, this is its secret power is that it just darts (laughs) into another room for no reason. It just judges you silently and runs away. Yeah, (laughs) it only comes around when it feels like it and then the rest of the time it bites your hand. So yeah, that's that's what that was. That's what that was. I was upset and I was, I tweeted at JK Rowling and I was kind of like, is there- Did she respond? No. Uh, (laughs) And and I met her, I met her not long after and I thought, should I bring this up? And I was like, this poor woman, this is the bane of her existence. <laughs> yeah. You're like, what are they doing? I have a you know? But I feel like that's part of, if you're going to take a billion dollars yeah. for a thing, then mm-hmm. you have to know that this people be- are going to say, mm-hmm. why did you fuck me on the Patronus? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so I still have a house cat and I'm still upset about it. Now I want to go take my, I want to do find mine out. Find your Patronus. Yeah, I don't think I did that part mm-hmm. of the the quiz. So, Do it. Yeah, it, it, it asks you a series of questions. That are personality driven? Yes. And mm-hmm. then at the end, it's just like. It just appears. It just appears. I feel like I might have done this, but I can't remember. So I'll do this afterwards. Okay. To do. All right. Um, okay. We have a really super quick game for you that we have um, constructed specifically for you since you're the king uh, of internet. What? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not. You are. No, 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 Listen, no. I, I'm, I, you know, I marvel at how much you how embrace. narcissistic I am and how I've made money off of being a raging narcissist but you've you, but you've gamed that you've used it to your advantage no but 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 understanding how the platforms work so well and and you know because you were an early Snapchat adopter as well and, and and now I've fallen off from Snapchat I tried but it's just it just feels so enclosed I like Instagram story yes I got on the Instagram story train and now they got filters not that I care about face filters right but 
it just feels more um, readily available than having to. God, this is the dumbest thing. I've it's ever not. Said. It's great. But closing <laughs> closing Instagram and then opening Snapchat feels so cumbersome. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard. Yeah. It's really hard. It takes seconds out of my day that I need to watch Real Housewives. <laughs> well, Grace and I, the first time I met Grace was on Attack of the Show. I know. Oh yeah. And that was so much fun. We hosted together. Yeah, it was super fun. And I you said, promoted. Shit, you're so funny. No, you said that, and I was like, I think he's. I don't know if this is serious or if he <laughs> is um, just saying this. No. And then your book came out. Well, I remember because Matt Myra was there. Yes. And Matt Myra just walks out with your book open to the page of you, like before and after, of like when you're on single now. Yeah, you just walked out with the photo page of you, like in the midst of like depression, and then you now, <laughs> and just like slowly walk by holding that. And I was like, I don't understand what's happening here. I've been flown out to do this that I'm very nervous about, and there's a lot of stuff happening all at once. No, no, it was really funny because I feel super like fun. sometimes some of the some of the challenges, like especially when when people came out of YouTube, one of the ch- some of the challenges that people would have was they're so used to just talking to right. like a small camera by themselves. But 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 talking to but being able to perform to a group or being able was a whole other learning curve. But For you sure. totally. I mean, you were so funny when we did Attack That's together. So I'm very, I'm very happy that so many great things have happened for for you and Hannah and Mamrie. That's very kind of you. We're, I mean, obvious giant massive fans of you. And we keep saying yes to your stressful game show every time <laughs> we do it. <laughs> so, I'm not in it for the t-shirts. <laughs> um, so we have games. Let's play this game. Yeah, let's do it. So we thought it would be really fun um, if you could help uh, explain some things for the internet. Oh, from okay. the internet. So we picked uh, five random topics. And if you had to, if you only had, say, 15 seconds to explain this thing to, say, like, your great aunt or something who has no like idea. An sure. alien that comes down and pretends right. to be a person. And then you're like, this is what this thing is. Yeah. <laughs> but knowing that you I only have. really a person. This is how I perceive all of humanity is just aliens pretending to be people. Yes. Yeah. I, that's how, I think that's how most people feel, yeah. by the way. And yeah, if, yeah. You, if you get stumped, we can always jump in to help you. But yeah. I think we got some fun ones. All right. So we'll do the first one. All right. Oh, we got 15 seconds on the clock. Here we go. Oh, damn. All right. Here oh, we go. Wow. We all got right. graphics. We have upgraded. To- all right. Topic number one. Kafefe. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, you know, I saw a lot of definitions of kafefe. <laughs> right. Um, I feel like it was uh, the 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 inner workings of uh, the president's soul just leaking out of his <laughs> yes. uh, fingers on onto Twitter. Kafefe. Uh, time. time. Okay. That's pretty good. No, yeah, that was very uh, the inner workings of his of his brain leaking I, out. I, on Twitter. I feel like Kafefe uh, was Hodor's wife, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the only word she said. There you go. Great. Uh, all right, next up is, um, how would you just explain minion memes on Facebook posted by your aunt? <laughs> Whoa. Aunt who doesn't understand. Uh, okay, so uh, these are subservient, phallic little creatures. <laughs> Mamrie calls them uh, perverted Twinkies. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They just go, Meh. They're like, they're basically the- Time. Uh, internet version. They're another version of cats. They're like cats. Yeah, the musical? Yeah. Not yet. Oh. Yes, yes, musical. The musical. Yeah. No, Basically. I feel like our obsession with I feel like they have they are sort of like the weird version of the cat obsession. Oh yeah, the, the new they're the evolved cat meme yes. scenario yes. that like YouTube oh, was yeah. known. Yes. Internet's like, like cat alien, videos. alien cat meme. Yeah, yeah. So like makes, the new lolcats. Yeah, yes, that makes sense. All right. Uh, next up, videos of tiny foods. 
Oh my God, yes. Uh, <laughs> they're just so fascinating to watch tiny things be constructed in, in perfect uh, uh, scale, scale down. It's like I saw a lady make a tiny BLT on like a tiny thing and I, just, I wanted to own it. I just wanted to absorb it into my body. So basically perfect. we're all a little bit Lenny from Mice and Men that we just want a tiny thing to destroy. I just want to be like, here's my sandwich. <laughs> Portion control. Well, it's sort of like, like when uh, in Pee Wee Herman in Pee Wee's Big Adventure when he takes the... <laughs> When he takes the bite of the cereal and he just chews oh yeah, on yeah, it. yeah 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 that's exactly yeah. how I feel I just want to <laughs> you want to eat it like Tom Hanks eating the tiny corn yes in, oh yeah, in big. yeah, yeah in big. oh my god uh, yeah. so good all right next up is ASMR oh fucking hate thank you <laughs> thank you thank you thank you no don't don't it's just that fucking breathy talk is like nails on a chalkboard to me but it is incredibly. Um, erotic to some people yeah. and it makes me uh, want to uh, punch a hole through my time. Yeah, Nikki Glaser yeah, has obsessed. that. She has that in her. She loves I ASMR. Can't. I can't. And I didn't realize how role play it is. I was showing someone else ASMR and the first video that came up was a woman that was like, do you want your hair cut? <laughs> I like had scissors and was just clipping scissors next to her microphone the whole oh, time. Yeah. There, no and there's thanks. nothing erotic about that. Just I was like, just like, I hate everything that's happening. I'm no. going to the store. Should I pick you up six turkeys? All right, last one. Okay. Uh, what we all want to know is, okay, how does the TARDIS work, Chris? It doesn't make sense. Please explain it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the TARDIS is a living being. It was grown, mm. uh, and it stands for time, relative dimension, and space. And it basically can go anywhere in time or space. There are some fixed points in time, and then other things. Doctor Who fans understand uh, have to be retconned because uh, time travel is a diff- difficult subject to tackle. Time. Wow, that was pretty good. That was right. excellent. When you're I'm a Doctor in. Who fan, you re- there are some things where you're like, "All right, well, it's Doctor <laughs> Who." You know. <laughs> Yeah, they've been doing it, you know, for 50-some years. So, uh, like so you get a career. pass on that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly, exactly. Uh, well, I think you succeeded, and you provided our audience with just an educational opportunity. So thank you so much for that, Chris. Listen, this was an absolute uh, pleasure and a joy. I will I will drive to the airport anytime <laughs> yeah. for you. Anytime for you. Um, we have a gift for you for making time for us uh, out of your busy schedule. Diane's bringing it out for you right now on a silver platter. It is... What is, oh, oh, it's a fabulous t-shirt. It's a t-shirt. I love, have you heard me talk about this before? No, have you? Yeah, th- I've actually talked to Patrick Stewart about this. Oh, really? What? Yes. It's just the, it's For those basically of you that the. are listening, it's a photo of Patrick Stewart saying, use the force, Harry, and it's um, signed it and off. Yeah, it's basically like, t-shirt. it's basically like a, you know, like a, a meme that trolls nerds. <laughs> yes. You know? Like, it's not like, yeah. It's, it's like, a, yeah, angry, it's an angry nerd. Yeah, like I have a t-shirt, it's a picture of Hanson and it says Nirvana underneath. <laughs> oh, like, where did like you get that, that from? That's the awesome. Internet. Oh, yeah, it's the same, the it's same kind of thing. Yeah, so I, I definitely appreciate it. This. this is well thank you i appreciate you making time for us this has been really fun thank you for having me of course and what are what what for people that don't know i mean you're at hardwick across all social media yes yes and then what do you have coming up what's going on you have at midnight you have a billion other game shows and after recap shows <laughs> at midnight uh talking dead talk, we do we actually do a talking AMC said, would you want to do a talking show when Walking Dead or any of the other shows aren't on? And they said, what would it be? And I go, oh, it would probably, probably be like what you're doing. Like, oh, mm-hmm. it'd be like the podcast, but yeah, a little yeah. bit like a Comic-Con panel. Cool. So we so we have that. Cool. And we, you know, Brian Cranston, Neil deGrasse Tyson, uh, Jane Lynch. Like, uh, we've had a lot Whoa. of fun fun people on. Yeah, I got so that's on Sunday nights. The Wall is coming back June 22nd. Nerdist Podcast is still in full effect. 
Nerdist stuff. And then ID10T is this music comedy festival with a Comic-Con element to it in San Francisco. And not in San Francisco, in Mountain View, June 24 and 25. That's so exciting. Yeah, awesome. Yes. Go check out Chris Harwick if you haven't already. If you haven't, you're an idiot. So good luck. Uh, we'll see you guys next time on another Very episode impressive. of Not Too Deep. Goodbye. Rubble, rubble. <laughs> rubble, rubble, everyone. There goes our whole McDonald's brand deal. <laughs> too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Not too deep. With Grace Helbig. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated, produced and directed by Jack Ferry with production support from Fullscreen Studios and Michael Rucker. Associate producer Melissa D. Mons with production assistance by Diane Kang. Editing by Melissa D. Mons. And an extra special thank you to Flula for the theme music.